beautiful dream. Stopping the wheel. You're not the first person who's ever dreamt it. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. What's up, Night Owls? Welcome to a brand new edition of Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio. Right here on 10 or on 6:60 a.m., blasting all over Dallas, Fort Worth, and Oklahoma City. I went from a flawless game to two mistakes in back-to-back weeks. Get eat your life right. What are you doing? I know, man. It's like golf. It's all in my head, man. Uh, this is Corey DLG with me as usual, his little brother Nico, and you are listening to the only show that tries to talk to you about breaking the wheel, breaking in, doing things differently, uh, and also about comic books because that's what we love and that's what we focus on. Um, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. All right. Okay. Um, you're starting your junior year. Are you excited? Are you pumped? Uh, like as pumped as you can be of having your schedule crammed with a bunch of classes. Okay. All right. I feel you. I feel you. You know, like it's exciting stuff. And I'm like, after doing basically nothing this summer, like in terms of like a job. It's the first time in a long time I've never had a summer job. So like going from doing nothing all day, like all right, now you got <laughs> stuff to do. <laughs> now now you gotta bring it. I was like, oh man. I was just starting to enjoy doing things every other day. Yeah. Um I know, man. It's sort of a weird life that we've got. Like I I, I was not a complaint at all. But there's definitely a lot to it where, like, we've really got to manage our own time and our own things and, and pay attention to stuff and plan differently, right? Like, we're just – it's just different for us because of what we do. Right. Um, that kind of brings me to this – to what I want to talk about today. It's – we're coming up on the start of college football season, which is the – Shady. Actually, you know what? This this will be. I'm gonna put it on record here. The cleanest, most above board, business wise, season in the history of college football. Probably, because the names and likeness deals are now legal, and therefore they're taxable, and traceable, and um. There's been a massive tidal wave of players signing them. So I figured today would be as good a day as any on the eve of a, a new season to talk about all of this. There you go. So for those who don't know, uh, the NCAA a long time ago imposed a rule that basically said players and college athletes are amateurs and are not allowed to profit from their name or likeness whatsoever. Um, what winds up happening is just really some of the shadiest stuff you've ever heard of. Just, it, it turned college sports into a cesspool. Um, famously, there was the SMU Mustangs, who in the 1980s, literally, uh, they did an ESPN 30 for 30 that was beautiful. It was great. It was amazing. And there's a really chilling line about it. It's about the SMU football team where the boosters basically came in and they got tired of SMU not being competitive. And so they started paying the players to come play at SMU. They just simple as that. 
the old head coach was cool with it. They fired the old head coach. They brought in a new head coach. And he just stayed out of the way. He didn't know what they were doing, but he didn't want to know. Well, there was a player who got cut from the team. And the booster who was paying him didn't like paying him anymore and didn't want to pay him anymore. However, the money was literally coming from SMU envelopes sent by the university to boosters as like a thank you type thing. Mm-hmm. So it literally has like the dean's fingerprints on the envelope. Nice. Yeah. So fast forward, this player gets angry. Uh, he kind of turns rat on some people. And SMU gets in a little bit of trouble, makes a little bit of news. But it's not a big deal because he's not even on the team. So it doesn't affect play. So the coach basically sits all the boosters down and says, guys, appreciate the energy. Love the enthusiasm, but let's let's squash this payroll thing. Or let's squash paying players. No more paying players. And the booster said, well, coach, something you need to know then. And he's like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you have a payroll that you have to match then. That changed everything for them. Comes to find out that a lot of the players on the team were getting paid a lot of money to play football on the team. You know, like professional athletes. <laughs> so eventually this all gets out. SMU gets the death penalty and it goes away for a few years. Then it comes back and they're just now playing marginally competitive football. Uh, Jeremy Bloom was a world famous skier qualifying for the Olympics. Now, look, I'm going to say this. This really shouldn't be that controversial, but it might be for somebody. Skiing is a rich white dude sport. Even practicing for skiing is probably expensive. Oh, yeah, definitely expensive. So he was at, I don't even remember. I'm going to say it was something weird like Utah, okay? University of Utah, something like that. A place with mountains, probably. Probably. Might have been Oregon. But anyway, he's supposed to be... (laughs) Training to qualify for the Olympics. But he also is a wide receiver for the football team. So the NCAA says he's not allowed to accept endorsement money for the Olympics if he wants to play football. So he has to sit out two years of football while he collects money in order to train and compete for the Olympics. I'm emphasizing that. Because the NCAA literally told someone, you can't represent your country because you want to play college football. It's easily the worst organization people have ever let anyone have any kind of weird non-power. Because they can't; they have absolutely no right to enforce anything they say. Yeah, that, that's correct. The NCAA exists basically only on an agreement with the colleges. They don't genuinely have any power. However, they do say stuff like, we we suspend you, we do this, we do that, and it's up to the school to be like, we accept the NCAA's punishment. Um, so Jeremy Blue misses, I think, two years of football. I think he plays the senior season, I don't recall, but he does get drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, and he plays, I think, six years in the league. Um, About the average career. But, but here's a guy who could have been a two-sport athlete and a great story and just, you know, he could have had a great collegiate moment there. 
and the NCAA took it away from them. Because they're garbage people. Uh, at one point, you the University of South Carolina was so loaded with talent that uh, they had like five number one receivers. And so one of them, a kid by the name of Mike Williams, was a sophomore who was like 6'8 and 240 pounds. And the NCAA ruled him academically ineligible and told him he was going to be in trouble for like two or three games. So he got frustrated, and so he tried to enter the NFL draft. The NFL said, no, you got to have three years, blah, blah, blah. The NCAA wouldn't let him come back to college sports. Wow. Um, that same lawsuit situation, Maurice Claret, and there was one other guy who was involved in it, and the three of them basically got hosed by the NCAA. The NCAA are bad guys. Um, yeah, they're bad people who don't want you to have any compensation for the things well, you do. Well, I tell those stories so that I can tell these stories. Johnny Manziel told on himself and admitted somewhere publicly that he'd received $20,000 to buy new wheels for his SUV by doing an under-the-book off or an, under, an, an illegal off-the-books uh, signing event with a bunch of um, memorabilia guys. And the story broke because ESPN started tracking the pieces that were getting verified to have Manziel's signature on it. Which, by the way, is a whole other thing. How does anyone know what his official signature looks like if he's not allowed to profit from his likeness? But whatever. It was a signature he gave away for free, Corey. Of course. So anyway, um, <laughs> he refuses to cooperate with the NCAA investigation. So the NCAA can't do anything about it. A&M suspends him for one half of a game for, quote, unquote, behavior. Cam Newton was the starting quarterback for Auburn. He leads them to a national title. And he's having one of the greatest seasons in the history of college football. And in it, the story breaks that Southern Mississippi offered his father $50,000 to get Cam Newton to come to them. And the father said, that's not enough. Somebody else has offered more. Connect some dots. He's playing for a rival school of Southern Miss. Um, the NCAA investigates. They conclude that the father did, in fact, ask for bribes and probably did take them from an Auburn booster. In the NCAA rules, it specifically says that that's against the NCAA rules. They decline to do anything about it because, according to Cam Newton, he didn't know anything about it. Which, I mean, is, I, I guess, fair. I don't know. He also just got released by the Patriots, by the way. <laughs> he did. He, he did. Um, but he's had a good run, hundreds of millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. But again, the NCAA, the sword is uneven. They don't know what they're doing. They rule one way today, another way tomorrow. Right, yeah. Oh, did you did, did some kid give you 50, 50 bucks to take a picture with him? You're banned for the season, homie. Right. They and just have a hard time identifying good guys and bad guys. Because they are bad guys. Because they're bad guys. So, the state of California said we're tired of it. It's stupid. It's silly. We're done with it. The straw that broke the camel's back was there was an NCAA football game that came out every year and basketball. 
And uh, it was using the players' likenesses without their permission, without them profiting. Including using a play called the Tebow. I mean, like, it was dead set that they were doing this. Um, they would use a... Like, they would use the stats and left-handedness of, of key players from past years. Like, it was just very specific. Anyway, um, a bunch of the players got together and sued. Eventually, the courts said, well, obviously, if you're going to use their likeness, they should be compensated. So, NCAA canceled their contract for the video game. Yeah, instead of being like, oh, we should pay these people. <laughs> right. He said, we just don't want it at all. And you're talking about tens of millions of dollars. So the money would come in, but the NCAA was never willing to put the money out. Coincidentally, the reason Charles Barkley refuses to appear in a 2K game is the same reason. He wants the legendary players don't get compensated for the likenesses being in the game. It would cost about $800,000 for that money to be paid to the players. Mm-hmm. And Charles Barkley says until they do that, he won't appear in the game. And so he, he never has, and according to 2K, he never will. Mike. Like, I understand it's about maximizing profits, but it feel like it's such a small cause at the end of the day. Yeah, let's say you make $40 million. You're really not going to give 800 grand to have Charles Barkley in the game, plus you're doing the right thing. Ethics aren't allowed in this house, Corey. They're all about the profit. Sometimes people miss the real opportunities. Do you know how many cool marketing things you could do with the legends? Right. Like, just the opportunities. Can you imagine having Kareem Abdul-Jabbar hanging out, like, at a Buffalo Wild Wings hosting a video game tournament? You know what I mean? Like, like the opportunities that 2K could have marketing this, and they just throw it all away. It doesn't matter. They're stupid. It's because everyone's going to buy it. Like, they already have their guaranteed sales. Like, they don't need to... Yeah, they don't need to do extra. It would just be awesome if they did. That's where WWE changed their mind eventually and started doing Legends contracts. Right. When they wanted to do the Hall of Fame, when they wanted to do the video games, and they realized, like, yeah, we've got all the new guys, but fans sure would love to have Stone Cold and Sting and Undertaker in this this year's game. Like... Yeah, well, wouldn't they? Because it'd be sick. So, that's really where they came around. But it took a long time for them to get to that. So the state of California passed a law uh, that legalizes athletes to do name and likeness deals, NILs they're called, and now it's legal. They basically put the middle finger up to the NCAA and they said, do something about it. Yeah, because they can't make a rule that's like literally against the law. Right. Well, and this was going to tilt all the recruiting in favor of California. I mean, if you could play in California and get a bunch of money, money, why wouldn't you go there? Yeah, right. And so suddenly, like, if your if your choice is USC or University of Texas, and I can make eight million dollars above board being the starting quarterback at USC, or I can make five million dollars under the table at UT, but I've got to hide it and lie about it, and I might go to jail for tax it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll just go to California. Right. I'll just be 18 and have $4 million in the bank. No big deal. Right. So, the NCAA said we're not going to challenge the law. We're going to step out of the way. Three states did pass anti-NIL laws. 
banning high school players from benefiting from their likenesses. Would you like to guess one of the three states? I don't know. Texas? Correct. Do you know why that's important? Why? So here's the top. Here's the headline that got me thinking about this story to do this today. To talk about all this today. South Lake Carroll uh, High South Lake is a Dallas suburb. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's South Lake Carroll High School. And they essentially just produce championship high school football teams. You make arrangements to get your kid to go there if he's like a division, you know, top level athlete. Division five, division one, however they do it. If he's a 5A top level athlete, then he can go play at South Lake Carroll and make, you know, be lined up to go to whatever school he wants to. And three years from now, be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. They're so oriented on football. A lot of times, their high school quarterbacks finish their academic careers by their junior year. <laughs> well, the guy who was supposed to be the starter for his senior year at South Lake Carroll High School, which is a big deal, he went ahead and graduated early so that he could go to Oregon, where he has already signed three multi million dollar NIL deals. All right, all right. Including a $1.4 million deal involving uh, memorabilia and signatures. All right. So once once uh, the agents came in and said, look, we've already lined up like four deals. Where do you want to go to college? Do you want to get paid right now? He said, yeah, let's do that. He changed his designation from a 2022 college freshman to a 2021 college freshman. Graduated over the summer. Enrolled in Oregon <laughs> or Ohio State. I mean, I'm sorry, Ohio State. Okay. And now he's a freshman at Ohio State, and he's got uh, at least three million in the bank. I mean, nice, good, good for him. And so, this is what kind of the emphasis in all this. I'm going to go over some of these other deals here when we come back from break. But essentially. Once you start taking money out of the people's hands, they're going to go where the money is. Right. And so it's the state of Texas and Mississippi are two of the states. I don't remember what the third one is. I need to look. But um, but did you say if it was for high school students? Because I understand, like, why you would specify high school students. Well, specifically high school students because if they're 18, which this gentleman is. Right. Listen, as an 18-year-old, he should be able to sign whatever contract he wants. This is true. So, and, but he's not a high school student anymore. He would be a college. Enrolled. Well, he's a college freshman now. He would have been a senior this year. Yeah, but he he graduated. He wouldn't have been. Well, but the only reason have, he chose it wouldn't to have applied to him is what I'm no, saying. No, well, the reason he chose to graduate is because these two agents brought four million dollars worth of deals to him. Right. Yeah, but I mean, like, if that's the you know, I'm I'm in Texas, and they're like, oh, you can't be a high school student. It's like, well, can I graduate early? Yeah. All right. Done. Yeah. And so I kind of want to talk about them and kind of keep talking about what that means for these brands and for these sports. We're going to jump right out here. This is Up Late with Nerd. Geeky Gorgeous believes that geek is the new gorgeous. If you're looking for an online boutique that offers awesome fashion, jewelry, and accessories with a geeky twist, check out the shop. You can find pop culture-inspired backpacks, chic yet nerdy t-shirts, 
and unique jewelry that brings fashion to the fam. You can also check them out at www.geekygorgeous.com or on the Geeky Gorgeous Etsy shop. For more info, follow at I am Geeky Gorgeous on Facebook and Instagram. Hey, fellow night owls, it's Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. Wanted to tell you guys about Titan Comics right at 3128 Forest Lane, Suite 250, right there in Dallas, Texas. Multiple time winners of Dallas Observer's Best of Dallas. Clean, well-lit, family-friendly, organized. And they want to tell you guys to come visit them August 14th, 2021, on Saturday for free comic book day. And everybody's going to be hanging out and having a great time. It's going to be a big day and a big deal. Make sure you go out there to Titan Comics. Welcome back to Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio right here on 660 AM. Blasting out all over Dallas, Fort Worth, and Oklahoma City. Um, While my computer is trying to decide if it wants to wake up or not, let me go ahead and remind everybody to make sure they're checking out the Adventure Begins comics games and more. They have their regularly scheduled Monday episodes, and then also throughout the week, they're doing breaks and things of that nature. Make sure you're checking those out on the Roku channel uh, and having a good time enjoying all that. That's the Adventure Begins comics games and more. Um, We always link to them on our Facebook page. And also want to remind everybody that the next big date coming up for Nerd Thug Radio is November 6th. We are preparing for our Extra Life event. Our charity guy is already burning up the phones, getting ready to line up a bunch of great giveaways and stuff. There's going to be a lot of live streaming that day. There's going to be a lot of fun being had. Um, We're probably going to be enjoying the GSK retro gaming machine as well as a bunch of other stuff. So make sure you hang out with us or at least check in with us regularly online on November 6th. It's a Saturday, I think. Um... And we will be going for 24 hours straight a game. I think it's actually 25 again. Oh, man. Those are so brutal. Yeah, it's another 25-hour one. Oh, no. My computer's going to update. Oh, no. Um, while that's going on, so we were talking about NIL deals in college that, that this is this is a – Brand new year in college sports. It's changing everything. Um, people, people are getting paid for realsies this time. Not for, definitely not cough, cough uh, at all. Right. Unlike before, where they made no money. This time, it's definitely not money in envelopes. And literally, there have been various news stories. We're going to keep touching on these. Odell Beckham got himself in trouble. A couple years back, he went to the national championship game. I think it might have been for... LSU just three years ago, two years ago, whenever it was. Oh, I, I watched it. I, I think I watched this game with you. He like hands like he hands like he hands like money to like the the players. Yeah, he's handing money to the players in the locker or outside the locker room. Um, just handing them stacks of money. Now, that's against the rules. Um, officially, that's still against the rules. A gift from a booster just to be you is still against the rules. Name and likeness deals, though, is opportunities for those guys to do sponsorship arrangements um, in return for profiting. That still won't be allowed. The NCAA did investigate Odell Beckham for that. And also, for a minute, he was in trouble for assault because he popped a cop on the butt in the LSU locker room. Um, he just had a rough day there. Yeah, he was having – maybe not that rough of a day. LSU did win a national title that day, and, and he was – Balling out like a fool. 
trying to remember. A lot of consequences, though. A lot of consequences. I don't remember if it was LSU or not. What, what national title was it that he? I don't. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember where it's what what year it was. It was like it was like a year or two ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. Um, I think it was when he was still a giant, and I think it was kind of the final straw. Be like, you know what, man? Like we're trading you to Cleveland. Like, go pull this mess in Cleveland. See how you like it. Um, only in Cleveland. So. We went way long on the first break talking about everything, so obviously these these next three segments are going to be a little bit shorter as we balance back out. Uh, but I do want to make sure that we that we stay focused on this because it is incredible to me that this this year is going to make these opportunities for these players to start actually getting money. Um, so one of the very first ones that got announced almost like a couple days after the NCAA basically said, "Okay, yeah, we're out. We can't do anything about it." Uh, there was a gym in Miami that signed a uh, – it's with the University of Miami, and I don't remember the dollar figure now, but basically every player on the dressed roster or on the 70-man roster, whatever it is, is going to be getting uh, $250 a week cash from this gym right there in Miami. They're a fight gym. They're an MMA gym. Um, and so – they're part of part of University of Miami fighting back to national relevance. Is they're going to be sponsored by this gym this year? That's kind of cool. That's a smart partnership to me. That's a smart one where somebody came in and said, you know, reasonably how much is it going to cost? That kind of money every week. You know, it was only I think it's like four hundred eighty thousand dollars or something like that. That's not it. Okay, that's a lot of money. That's not a huge amount of money in the marketing celebrity endorsement world. And to be able to right. do it for the whole team, the punter, the kicker, the placeholder, the second string left tackle, to be to be able to do it kind of fairly in everybody and put just some money in everyone's pocket like that, that's awesome. Right. That's, that's a good yeah, deal. That's, that's, the, that's exactly the kind of deal you want to make as a team because it means that it really boosts morale because if it's different when you're like, you're the second string. Yeah, you're the second string left tackle. It's like your name's on the roster. You You play college ball, but like, Everyone cares about your quarterback or your linebacker, the guy who's actually going to make it somewhere in the league. Yeah. Like, and, and obviously, people are interested in him giving him hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, being able to, it's like, have nothing to show for it. Yeah. Well, and there's definitely, like, an element of college sports where there's these stars and there's everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the Johnny Manziel controversy was going on, uh, I think it was Kirk Herbstreet went on a rant against NCAA on ESPN where he, he talked about how he spent 20 minutes entering in players' names on the jersey website for NCAA, and the jerseys would come up with the numbers. Now, not the players' names on the jerseys, but it would come up with their numbers on it. It's so like if he searched Tim Tebow, the Florida 12 jersey would come up. If he searched Johnny Menz, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the different thing. And so, like, it was a real interesting point that essentially, um, you know, the NCAA knows that they marketed, they're marketed by their stars. Uh, and there are always boosters who take care of, you know, there's always booster who's like, I was a guard. I know what it's like. Like I take care of the offensive linemen. Um, and it's great. It should be that way. But there are also some guys who are like, yeah, the starting quarterback is worth $3 million for sure. Um, and you know what? Great. They should they if they're worth it, they should be getting it and getting that opportunity to 
you know, profit from their name and their likeness. Okay, here was one. Here's one of the ones that I really wanted to talk about. Okay, so one of the things that one of the doors that are opened here, um, is for the women's sports. Because let's be honest, there are tons of beautiful female college athletes. Um, and there's always been there's not enough money in women's sports. Title Nine, uh, basically colleges were forced to have women's sports. But now that you can market these gir- these girls, suddenly everything's a little different. So Fresno State, they have a pair of twins. They're called the Cavender Twins, Haley and Hannah. And they flew to New York to announce their monumental Boost Mobile name and likeness partnership deal. And these girls are gorgeous. They're two gorgeous little blonde girls. Um, they're probably great at the sport. I don't – I've never seen them play at all. Haley averaged 19.8 points last year and was the Mountain West Conference Player of the Year. Hannah averaged 17. So the girls can ball out. More importantly, though, they look great in a pair of jeans, and they're going to look great on these commercials. And Boost Mobile got two probably on the slightly cheaper side, um, you know, stars. But these are things that are, that are super marketable now. And these are opportunities that, you know, this is going to, this is going to be one of those things that disproves the there's no money in women's sports thing. And so, yeah, here's the tweet. How sweet it is to partner with Drink Milo's for my first sponsorship as a college athlete. Milo's tea is a family tradition at the Knicks house, especially for the holidays. Drink Milo's, Milo's moment, hashtag ad. Like, I mean. <laughs> I love it. Um, here's one that's more interesting. Will Ulmer is a senior tackle for the Marshall Thundering Herd and, is, and an aspiring musician. And for the first time in his entire career, he'll be able to play uh, venues and get paid for it. That's so dumb. Also, a lot, a lot of basketball players and uh, college players have started their own clothing brand. A lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ill surprise. Unsurprised. <laughs> it makes me think about the Chappelle show when he did the hypothetical of what happened if reparations got paid and they cut to like the market news and he's like, uh, 2,000 rap labels were started overnight. <laughs> it's 2,000 like, yeah, rap labels are started overnight. That, that's, that's probably something that would happen. Lots of clothing clothing lines. Um, all right, we're going to jump out to a break and we come back. We've got just a little bit of Nerd Thug, of Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio still coming your way. Hey, Night Owls. If you're looking for something to do this week or this weekend, make sure to check out False Idol Brewery, 7924 Maplewood Avenue in North Richland Hills. They got 20 beers on tap, three to six beers available in various packages to go, including wine, ciders, and kombucha. They're open seven days a week, opening every day at 11 a.m. and closing at 11 o'clock on Friday and Saturdays, and then open 12 to 9 on Sunday. Go hang out right there at False Idol Brewery, 7924 Maplewood Avenue, North Richland Hills. Gigi and Mama Mary here from Paranormal XL Podcast. If paranormal is your gig, then our podcast is for you. We cover haunted locations, paranormal history, Bigfoot, and sightings all the way to aliens. And everything in between. We are Paranerds. We also put a splash of spiritual topics in. Hey, if you have any paranormal stories or experiences that you want to share, email us at paranormalxl at writeme.com. Find the podcast on any podcast or music app you use. Follow us on social media at paranormalxl. Hey, Night Owls, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio wanted to tell you guys about SKG Retro Gaming. 
but you relive the retro experience for two different price options. Over 2,500 video games for $199 or over 7,000 video games for $299. This lets you relive your childhood video game retro experience. All right there at the pleasure of your fingertips, all in one device. Check out SKG Retro Gaming today. Welcome back to Upplay with Nerd Thug Radio. Um, so we're talking about we're talking about today on this week's episode, college players being able to profit off their likenesses for the first time ever. Um, I'm looking at different articles talking about this. This is a great quote: Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh rips NCAA an antitrust lawsuit, stating they are not above the law. Um. So, okay, here's the details on the University of Miami deal I mentioned. The plan to offer $500 per month to every Miami Hurricanes scholarship player achieved exactly what Dan Lambert, a longtime Golden Cane, wanted. Lambert's company received far more in advertising on Tuesday, the day the deal was announced. More than half a million or so he will potentially pay. He received more advertising than half a million dollars he might have to pay out. Each of the 90 existing uh, scholarship players will be offered up to $6,000 a year to endorse the company through social media, personal appearances, and other marketing tools. If all 90 players opt in, the total investment could be about 540 grand. Um, but he definitely, you know, all the athletes, all of a sudden, all the local people are going to be going there. Um, right, yeah. It's a huge deal. Um, what? Oh, okay. It is a huge deal. And, and more importantly than that, I think this is one of those things that needs to be talked about. It's not just for profit. This is one of those things I want to touch on that this is why it's going to be such an incredible year, I think. Um, Florida State offensive lineman Dylan Gibbons, who transferred from Notre Dame, announced on July 1st he was starting a GoFundMe to help his friend Timothy Donovan, who suffers from an incurable disease that impacts nerves in his hands and feet. Gibbons met Timothy following his first game at Notre Dame. Um, they were trying to raise about $30,000 so that he could travel in the proper accommodations to come see him play his first game for his new school. Because he can use his name and likeness, he was able to get attention to this by speaking out and, and posting it, you know, hey, I'm a player for the, you know, he was finally able to actually use his, his, his skills for, to help this kid. Within 24 hours, more than $30,000 had been raised which was more than enough to reach the goal of helping Timothy and his family attend a game in Tallahassee this season. See, like, what happens and, when you let people just have the money that they deserve? <laughs> and this was something the NCAA thought was going to be a bad idea. Oh, yeah, no, because we definitely can't have people profit off of their self. Like, I don't even know why it was even a rule. <laughs> Dang. The Cavender twins were literally on the... Uh, New York on a billboard in Times Square. That's huge. Right. Now, I did come across an article that says, okay, female college athletes can participate in sponsorships. Now, let's not make it all about sex appeal. I guess kind of even countering what I just said. But, um, you know, I, listen, sex sells, and that's what a lot of marketing is. The Twins and Stars of the Bulldogs women's basketball team reportedly were earned well into five figures from Boost Mobile. Um, they have 4 million followers on TikTok and, TikTok and Instagram. The deals could have them pulling up to $3 million a year as influencers. Right. Like, I'm sure they were already making money, but now they can make even more. Congratulations. Right. Well, 
if you remember a couple of years ago, oh, another Miles T guy. That's funny. A couple of years ago, there was a there was a kid who was kicking, I think, for Florida, and basically he was like the second string kicker. But he was he had posted all these YouTube videos of him just doing comedy and sketches, and then also his kicking stuff. And the YouTube was making him money, and the NCAA caught wind of that and told him he had to pick between being a kicker or make money from YouTube. And he was like, I'm going to be a content creator when I'm done with college. That's what I'm going to school for. Why would they, like, why would they make that this easy? <laughs> They're like, you can be a second string kicker or you can have your career. You absolute baboon. And it's like, <laughs> I, I guess I'll take the money. Thanks anyways, for being garbage. Yeah. He's already doing the harder thing, which was make money from YouTube. I mean, like, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's that. That's the hard part. Like, that's and that's the thing I don't understand. Like, they treat they treat football like it's this crazy like, like. And I understand, like, oh, the religion, like, oh, it's it's holy. You can't interfere. Money is corrupt. Just excuse the part where we have no power and the fact that we still you still make money regardless. <laughs> Well, the, and the, the real thing is, like, yeah, the money does corrupt. And, yes, there are going to probably be things that happen. You know, there are already opportunities where players opt out of – if they're not getting play time, they transfer away. There already are opportunities where players don't play bowl games if it's not going to benefit them. Like, that does happen. Um, but that's all a part of the sport. Well, and that was always tilted away from them favor-wise, and suddenly they have a little bit of leverage and they're taking advantage of it. Like, no, I don't want to blow up my knee playing the uh, Picante Pace Bowl where the two teams don't get anything and we're not playing for national title. Like, no, I'll stay home for this one. Um, like if we're playing for something important, yeah, of course I'm here. I just, we live and die for this, but I'm not, so we can, we can finish what fifth place in the ACC. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, and I think that that's important. This is a nice one here. Uh, Arkansas wide receiver Trey Knox is partnering with PetSmart for a campaign that highlights his relationship with his dog blue. And the gorgeous picture of the dog. It's a white. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know dog breeds. Anyway, Knox yeah. called it a clear fit as someone who is proud as being a dog dad as he is being an Arkansas football player. Like it, there's an opportunity just to kind of get so much out of some of these things. Right, and the fact that like most of the stories you have, it's like, wow, only a, a a net benefit to the entirety of the image and the public and the players themselves what was so bad about it again. Right. Well, and here's another one. Uh, well, we're going to jump out to break and we come back. I'm going to tell you this last one because it is it, it hits on exactly what you point out, and this is where I think these deals are going. Uh, so that, I think this is the future of these deals. All right, we're going to jump out when we come back. we got just a little bit left of Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio. Geeky Gorgeous believes that geek is the new gorgeous. If you're looking for an online boutique that offers awesome fashion, jewelry, and accessories with a geeky twist, Check out the shop. Geeky Gorgeous will be at the Eastern Rim Funny Book and Vintage Con, a free event at Lee College in Baytown, Texas, on September 11th and 12th. You can also check them out at www.geekygorgeous.com. For more info, follow at I am Geeky Gorgeous on Facebook and Instagram. What's up, Night Owls? Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. Just wanted to remind you guys about Titan Comics doing their August 14th free comic book day this year free comic book day is sponsored by coca-cola 
and at Titan Comics right there on 3128 Forest Lane, Suite 250, August 14th, Free Comic Book Day returns. This is the 20th year of Free Comic Book Day, and everybody's going to be hanging out and having a great time. It's going to be a big day and a big deal. Make sure you go out there to Titan Comics. Hey, Night Owls, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, wanting to remind you guys about False Idol Brewery right there at 7924 Maplewood Avenue in North Richland Hills. Dallas is a brewery that focuses on creativity, consistency, and quality. They've got events going on all week. They've got Fill the Fridge Mondays with 15% off to go and $4 off of flights until 3 p.m. Thursday night trivia and Friday night special beer releases. Make sure to get out to False Idol Brewery in North Richland Hills today. This is right here on Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio. Um, we've been talking about college athletes finally being able to, above board, totally legitimate, make deals profiting from their name and likeness. Uh, they're called NIL deals. This is the first year they've been allowed. And so far, they've been to the benefit of brands and also to the benefit of these players and these schools. Um, so really what, what, what it looks like is it looks like it's a win-win for everyone but the NCAA because it's going to be harder for, these, for the NCAA to enforce rules when some of these players can afford attorneys. Um, so this is one that I really want to touch on here because this is kind of what I think the future of these deals are. For most of these players, these are the kind of deals that they're going to be getting, and I think they're totally worth it. The, uh, this one is brilliant. Uh, this is from the Palm Beach Post. The Hogs are partnering with Wright's Barbecue, and even more perfect, the offensive line. Um, 12 offensive linemen from the Arkansas Razorbacks signed on with the restaurant, which has two locations in the Fayetteville area. Uh, and they're labeling the offensive line the official protectors of the barbecue pit. Um, That's funny. Yeah, and most of the players use Twitter to announce the sponsorship and include it the hashtag body by barbecue. Look, I think that's great. They're these big, beefy guys, and they're going to be sponsored by this sloppy rights barbecue. I mean, this is this is exactly the kind of thing reminiscent of the Washington Redskins uh, when they had the, the Hogs. Um, this is what they called their offensive linemen. Like, I mean, you. this is the future of these deals, where these guys kind of, the unit as a whole... They kind of create an identity, and then they can brand it and go and get a little bit of money, but also some community love, um, and just be comfortable. Well, these players used to, if they lived by the rules, they were they were borrowing money from friends and family to order a pizza on a Friday night. They couldn't take girls out on dates, but they were being interviewed on ESPN. Um, they were getting you know ten thousand likes on an Instagram post, but then forty death threats, and nobody cared. You know what I mean, like suddenly they're being treated with value and that's the thing that needs to be kind of talked about right because they have value they sports isn't an easy thing or everyone would do it and everyone probably does do it at one point in their lives and if they're really good at it they stick with it and if they're really good at it they become professionals right and this is a level though that we're when we once we get once you enter the college level and i i now know this and understand this from from writing and covering college sports uh, you enter into a world of obsession and craziness and fundamentalism that's almost religious. And so the, what these players have to go through, uh, listen, I was on campus, the University of Alabama, the year they were suspended from play for cheating. They were suspended from, not from, fl- from play, but from uh, postseason contingency. So they played the regular season. It was one of their best regular seasons in a couple of years. They were like nine and three at the end of it, and they didn't get to play at any sort of playoffs or anything or any sort of bowl games or anything like that. 
But during that season, at one point, they're in a close game. The quarterback actually lets – he loses the ball as he goes to grip it. He grips it too hard. It flies out of his hand as he goes to throw it. It's ruled a fumble. The game ends with the defense recovering the fumble, and the offense runs the clock out. Um, everyone hates the quarterback. They're, they're furious at him. I promise you, uh, he got death threats that night. I promise you, terrible things were sent to him and said to him on Facebook and on Twitter and whatever else existed back then at that point in 2003. I promise you people wrote letters. I promise you people wrote the university. I promise you people threatened his life. No doubt about that. There was nothing to play for. There was nothing to gain. There was nothing coming. And yet, even when he messed up, they still wanted to murder him for it. So I definitely think it's worth it's, – it's better for these people to have the opportunity to at least profit. Listen, if it's going to be one way – you know, uh, when people talk about, oh, celebrities can be hounded by paparazzi and all that, and they can, they can deal with all this because they're rich. Well, if we're going to treat them like they're rich, let's at least pay them. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the biggest difference is the fact that uh, they're, they're, they, they, they not only don't get paid, they get in trouble for being paid. Right. Also, more importantly, like I said last segment, I think it's super important that these players were always unprotected before. If anybody came and got involved in a case, it was pro bono for the attention. But now, now these guys can have a lawyer on standby. Now these guys can be totally protected and get and be in these situations where they can fight back because they have resources and a team protecting their brand, even at the college level. And I don't think that's something that they've always had. And I think that's something that needs to be looked at and talked about is one of the reasons the NCAA didn't want these guys to get paid is I think they wanted them toothless. And now they're not. Uh, but I am excited. I think this is going to be a big year for college sports. You're seeing this kind of all over the place. There are other sports too. Uh, the University of Tennessee in the College World Series, there, one of their players did a walk-off grand slam and did a huge bat flip. They iconicized that moment on a T-shirt. It's now for sale, and, have, and he's getting part of the money for that. Like There are great moments all around college sports, and that's the sort of thing that should embrace it. And it, when these people create these viral moments, they should be rewarded for it. Um. And so I'm excited that this is a, a new era of college sports. And there's, like, there's always going to be somebody complaining about it. But now we're going to be honest. There was always money in college sports. Now we just know there's money in college sports. It's a very true. Uh, all that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening and have a great day. On behalf of little brother Nico and myself, and on behalf of the Adventure Begins Comics Games and More, our in-show in sponsor, as well as our sponsors throughout on all the different commercial breaks, uh, False Idol Brewery, Titan Comics, uh, GSK Retro Gaming, Paranormal XL, Geeky Gorgeous. I want to make sure we thank everybody for hanging out with us this week. Make sure to check out all of our different sponsors because we get paid too, and it's important to us. Um, thanks for hanging out here with us on this Saturday night. Thanks for staying up late night, Owls. Make sure to check out the podcast, which will drop sometime tomorrow. And make sure to check out the podcast from our other show, Nerd Thug Radio. We're nearly 400 episodes, folks. Four hundred episodes we are busy bees and we have wings and we buzz 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 all right this is Corey DLG and we're uh, we're out of here thanks for listening guys <laughs>